0: And Stidham is exactly the quarterback that that system takes to run. When you combine that with their defense and they're returning nearly everybody, they're going to be a formidable, formidable football team.
1: When speaking in terms of college football predictions, there is no month on the calendar filled with more bravado, pontification, and absolute uncertainty than the month of August. The 2017 season is still a couple weeks away, yet this podcast has already told you the teams to watch out for on the national scene, and this week we bring our sarcasm, well-crafted opinions, and absolute homerism to our own conference, the SEC. Hey there, my name is Scott Duvall, and you are listening to episode 91 of the and Since Last Saturday podcast. Joining me today, as usual, are my two co-hosts, Will Leach and Tony Waller. In this episode, the three of us rank 13 of the 14 SEC teams and select where we think they'll finish. Yes, the one exception being the Georgia Bulldogs, as we will spend our entire show next week meticulously breaking down both sides of the ball, as well as special teams. And surely Tony will have some extra inside information from his embedded sources. I think he has those. (laughs) In this show, it's pretty simple. We share a quick UGA update on practice observations and then spend the rest of the time breaking down the SEC West and East with insights to who has an easier schedule, returning starters and a few other intangibles. Oh, and make sure to definitely tune into the Arkansas part of this episode. (laughs) The podcast is worth it just to hear Tony's hot take on that team as a whole. But first, we begin this episode with a quick discussion on social media, more specifically Twitter, and how there's really no middle ground when it comes to disagreement. I think you'll find it interesting. So, I hope you enjoy the show. Here's Will to get us started.
2: Um, by the way, I have, uh, I don't know if I'm going to announce this on the show, but uh, uh, Friday I will be doing our annual Seth Emerson interview. Cool. Cool, cool. You know, so when is that going up? Uh, I can send it to you whenever. I'll probably just... I'll, I'll do, I've, I've, I told him I uh, I owed him a dinner, so I'm going to take him out to dinner if he sits down and does a podcast. So that's what we're doing Friday. So nice. It's Friday or Thursday? Thursday, sorry. Thursday. So I can send it to you Friday, or you can put it up whenever the hell you want. But it's okay. there. Um, but uh, it'll be fun. Breaker Breaker 1-9? Emerson's becoming like like a legit... Dude, he's on. Uh, he's like a regular on old Feinstein stuff. Feinbaum. Feinbaum. Is he? Diane Feinstein has an SEC call-in
1: show. (laughs) I would
2: absolutely not listen to that
1: show. (laughs) Ugh. I'm going to turn off Twitter pretty soon.
2: Oh, it's, you've chosen wisely. This I mean, I to do. whenever
1: I log into Twitter, it's I like... Can't, oh, just I can't it. make myself oh, do it. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know. I, I, but my thing with Twitter is I like to tweet happy things or like fun... I See, I think that's what Instagram and Facebook are for. Maybe so.
0: I just think that people need to know what I think.
2: Yeah, man. My
1: now. I, I like your Twitter feed. I mean, have
2: you seen... Like, there's, Someone had a very funny tweet about where they, they compared the four different major social media networks. Like, Facebook is... I'm really happy about this moment in my family. And Instagram is, look, it's a picture of a kid. And Snapchat is, look, I've got like little bunny ears and dog ears on my face. And Twitter is, the world is on fire and we're all going to die. Bad person. (laughs) Right, right. So, I mean, obviously, being a media professional, uh, Twitter is something that you have to be on. But I have to say, I decided a while ago I was not going to be one of those people that live tweeted games or tweeted "whoa" every time someone did something great or felt less obligation. People do; it's fine. There's nothing wrong with doing it. I can't but, tell
1: you how many times I've seen "whoa" and it actually gets retweeted. It's something that Tony also, puts up. Yeah, there.
2: I think there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> but like, I just like if I did that, I would have to just constantly be on Twitter all the time. And there are a lot of like great. There are people who I really admire and have loved their work for a long time that have been lost to Twitter. Because they're just – like people get on – they wake up in the morning and they log on Twitter. Because, you know, you're at your desk. You're a journalist. You're in media. You're at your desk. You have a Twitter computer and Twitter open all the time. And it's just open all the time. And they see the world exclusively through the lens of Twitter. And I think it is a warping lens.
1: And, it, and it's on both sides of the spectrum extreme. There's no real nice middle ground.
2: Oh, of course. Middle ground is like – frankly, the middle ground people just walk in – just like you're saying. They walk in their room and be like – yeah, yeah, never
1: mind. Yeah, like, that's I, me.
2: Like I have I – have I think a little bit of this and I think a little bit of that. And if I say either one of those things, you're both going
1: to exactly. yell at me.
2: So I'm just – and, and I think that's fine. Like, you know, I mean uh, one of the things I generally – that this is harder and harder in this day and age. But one of the things I've always liked about – I want you to keep in mind, particularly when I was writing about politics last year, is like of course you – whether it's sports or politics or movies or whatever you write about – of course, you're not going to agree with me on everything. You are an entirely different person than I am who has a different growing up experiences and different biology, and you had different people raising you, and you are maybe I'm better at math and you're better at science. And, and like, they're just like, we're all different. You're, we're all different human beings. So the idea that if someone sees something different than me means they're immediately an asshole right. it, it, it makes it hard to have conversations on Twitter. It does. Well, so. you are an asshole. But that That's, true. I, that's
1: do, true I do enjoy We do and,
2: agree on that
1: You know what I do enjoy Is SEC football Twitter And when you can Kind of take jabs At Auburn people And Florida yeah. people And Tennessee That's I do enjoy that Because here's the thing You can still Completely Vehemently disagree With somebody But it's about football And yeah, you know I'm well, not calling them names It's yeah. still just like you know, making fun of Josh Jobs throwing five picks yeah. or something like that.
2: And that's the thing, though, is that it's really fun. That's always been the appeal of sports: is that it's you can you can be tribal and you can be unfair and yeah. you can be completely irrational and wrong, and it's like totally okay because it's yeah. sports. But,
0: then but sometimes the most subdu- Well, and that, the thing about it is we're able to divorce sports from our identity for the most
2: part. For the most part. But I have to say, it's becoming harder and harder yeah. to do. Like, look <laughs> yeah. at FSU Twitter. Like, look what happened with that. But the yeah. idea that, like, basically the entire fan base just decided it was okay that their dude was a racist, uh, was a rapist. And if you called him a rapist, you're a monster and they're going to destroy you. And And, and so going after the accuser and trying to dox the accuser, like, that's – like everything else in culture – when you put too much identity into something, it becomes if someone disagrees with you, like I can literally put up go Cardinals and I'll be called a racist <laughs> jerk across the board uh uh not not just like or just called and sold by a cup fan who doesn't who may like my work otherwise right <laughs> and and I feel like sometimes I like with everything else, social media, specifically Twitter has turned everything into a fight and to me, the idea—like, I, I was at this year—I uh, hate to bring this game up, but I'm sorry. Okay. But uh, the Georgia-Tennessee game, uh, th- there was a Tennessee fan. Were you at that game?
1: No, I was at the beach. That's right.
2: There was a—in there was, a, there was uh, in our seats, there was a Tennessee fan—because there's a two seats right next to me that, that generally are a different person in every game mm-hmm. uh, on, on that right side. And there was a Tennessee fan. And He was a big, burly dude. He was not wearing overalls, but he was essentially wearing overalls. Oh, he left him at home. Yeah, <laughs> And uh, but he was a nice enough guy, and he was affable. And, and but you know, at the end, I mean, you know, no one was. Someone was going to be very angry right. at the end of that game. But it was funny, man. Like even at the end, like when when Georgia got that touchdown, I was like, yeah, sorry, man. And he was like, yeah. Oh, you can believe that. Sorry, I'm quoting him. Uh, Completely shirt. fair, though. Yeah. But he did it in a, in a funny way. Like, it sure. was not yeah. like, like yeah. if someone said it to me on Twitter, I'd be like, hey, jerk. Exactly. But That's like, a great point. But in, but in, like, real life, I get
1: the tone, you get the context. I get okay. the
2: context. I, I've been talking to this guy for a while. I know mm-hmm. he does not actually mean that. And then, of course, what you can probably guess what I said to him sure. right after that play at the very end. And he laughed and chuckled after yeah. cheering because I'm, I'm literally standing next to the person. And it, we are both de-incentivized to be a jerk to one another. Because right. they're actually standing next to that person. And that's therefore, it became a very pleasant experience, I think, for the both of us, other than... And
1: course, that would never have happened on Twitter. Oh,
2: Of course Why not. Of
0: course. Well, and that's the thing that, that I find most interesting about social media is you get, even if you know someone personally, it does depersonalize, yeah. right? There is, there is some element, you know, having for a long time written a blog, I was very careful that I wouldn't put something in a blog, usually, that I wouldn't say in the presence of the person, well, of the person I am talking about, right? Of but you would see this comments... Was, this was
2: a founding principle of Desmond from the get-go. Right. To be able to not... Like, you're going to rip on people. We're right. all in the same arena. You have to be able to do it. Right. But you can't just be like... Right. You can't... Then can't, see the person... For example, person. you can't
0: be like Jay Mariotti and not go, to the, not go to the clubhouse. Yeah, or, or if, whatever. Or
2: if you don't do that... Or if, at the very least, you have to be able to stand behind your words. At the minimum. Yeah. So...
0: But there is, there is a lot of... I mean, people up to me and I'm generally innocuous. I'm mm. you know semi funny at times, but mm. um, mostly misses. Um mm. <laughs> right? <laughs> so so no, that was true so, though. i but uh, you know, it's like I was like, what are why are you I don't understand. Like I mean, it's <laughs> why you would never say these things to my face. Yeah. It's just it 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 amazes me the depersonalization that social media provides. I must that's not it. be
1: tweeting anything that's uh Controversial because I've never had anybody tweet anything bad to me. Well, I don't
0: think people care about uniforms that much, Scott. <laughs> That's true. I mean, you do.
1: <laughs> well, I, I, I clearly do. Uh, I think like we is, should
2: say, by the way, we, where we are.
1: By the way, oh yeah, we are at Will's house. Well, are my we house are not in uh, Will's parents vacant vacant, almost,
2: vacant almost basement
1: yes and we have and real microphones yes in the real the real
2: life because last time we were just using like a yeti three-way microphone then i think it actually would have been fine except it was like there's nothing in my parents right. condo so it definitely echoed there is stuff in my house and i think it's actually like yes. like a little bit a <laughs> yeah little it's kind of nice
1: yeah. and we're here you got the 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 lighting real mm-hmm. nice and cozy and it's quite ambient it, it is ambient
2: yeah, that's what i yeah. This place is run by a decorator. <laughs> that's right. This is actually... AlexisStevensonID.com. Yeah, Alexis yeah. Davis and ID.com. yeah I don't even want to know what that up.
1: lamp costs right yeah. there. Uh,
2: but uh, she knows what she's doing. But yeah, we're here. If, it's a shame if we started the show like two hours earlier, you literally could have heard the band. We are right by the Intramural Fields. You can hear the band. So you know school has started. Literally school started today. You know it started when the band is playing. We brought the kids outside. They were very excited to hear the band. It is it is truly that time of year.
0: That's going to be one of the things to uh, about the tailgate this year is... Or and the same last year, we don't have the band out there anymore. Yeah, they don't go by right, right, because they now they took over some of that space for the practice in an indoor practice facility, the the Jeremy Pruitt Memorial Practice Facility, <laughs> and uh, that's that's going to take some getting used to because there was a for what the first 17, 18 years we tailgate in that spot. It was a you know, the, my kids learned to stand up for the national anthem because yeah, right, right. there, right? Because we'd make them stand up for the national anthem. So yes. You got to learn. You know they can they can make their own decisions about what well, they're going to do stand up or sit down later. But right now, for the record, my kids are standing
2: up for the national anthem. right Yeah, now. Like, yeah, I'm we're teaching very is, clear about that, that, that is not
0: something they get to choose. Right. Yeah, right?
2: I, for the record, I don't think someone else is a jerk if they don't stand up. But my kid is going to stand. So yeah, I subscribe
0: <laughs> I subscribed, I subscribed By the way, you subscribed to Will's Stand Up newsletter, Will Leechstands Up
2: dot yeah, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Well, Maybe. So,
1: so let's get into episode ninety one. Ninety
2: one. And 91.
1: uh Tony, I'm gonna lean on you to give a quick uh rundown of Georgia practice or anything happening lately. Hopefully it's all good news.
0: Well, I think Javon Wims learned not to uh celebrate in practice. He uh Huh. He ended up running the steps. I think at the the scrimmage. I was Saturday. with him this
1: morning working out. Are you serious? No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that's Johnny me. Johnny, if there's someone working Johnny. out with. Yeah. Is that a Cross he CrossFit
0: joke? I made a CrossFit joke the other day. Something in like my CrossFit journal. I didn't, <laughs> did. I, did I do it right? You did. Um, so. I had to walk up some steps at, uh, at, at school for work, and it was like, let's go my CrossFit journal, which people thought was pretty funny because, you know, yeah. the idea that I have a CrossFit journal is actually that's Man. called humor.
2: Do you want uh, four scramble days with that or three? Three, Mark. Three, Mark, CrossFit yes, journal. Uh, did not eat one egg. <laughs>
1: so, so, yeah. um, have so, four. so what did he do? What did he do He did a backflip
2: into the
0: end zone on the long touchdown pass. Oh, and, uh Coach Rick—I mean, Coach, yes. Coach, Coach is Rick. Coach Rick lost control. Yeah, he has lost <laughs> control. Coach Smart, I think, actually said, you're going to run until I get tired or something. He literally ran— According to sources that you read on the internet, um, I don't know why they lie. He literally ran the entire ninety-minute practice. Well, you know, you know why I
1: like hearing that. It's because if that had gone unchecked, and he did it in a game, and then we lose the touchdown because of excess. Yeah, I mean, kind
0: of like maybe like Tennessee game where somebody runs on the field and gives excellent field position to Josh Dobbs to be able to throw a pass instead of having to throw the seven four speaking. yards. I mean, in a in a whole alternate universe. Yes. Um, October is a weird month.
2: God, that hasn't even been a year since that
0: happened. No, right. So, but I mean, he actually referenced that. Uh, Coach Smart did reference that in his post uh, practice press conference he's like you know look we can't we have to be more disciplined than this right. and you know you practice You practice what you're going to perform a, uh, on the field you know everything else is kind of semi-normal um, you keep hearing good things about Chibu good things about Ridley um, the offensive line has shuffled some but no one's really been hurt although Isaiah Wynn was out for a few days although he, he apparently came back today um, you know Again, it's been a rather uneventful camp, you know. No, we're not. There's nothing bubbling out about a quarterback controversy. There, it looks like DeAndre Swift is maybe threatening Holyfield and Harian for the third running back spot, which means we will literally have a stable of running backs like Alabama had.
2: I mean, that's how years ago. It, which is great. The, the idea, idea of a whole of Fielder Herring being the fourth and fifth backs fifth. is and fifth. pretty wild.
0: Yeah, <laughs> to, to a true freshman out of Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. so I mean, And with more dudes coming in next year. <laughs> right. So I, I think the way things are going right now is, is, is exactly the camp you'd hope for.
1: How's uh, Trent Thompson looking?
0: Um, he's back, and no one's saying anything about him other yeah. than he's going to play. That's great. Yeah. I mean, national media, <laughs> it, you know, when you think, and Will probably can speak to this way more than you and I can, but when you hear things out of media, right, you hear local media and they talk about things. And that's rumors they're hearing from their sources, right? But when national media starts talking about stuff, that's when this it gets real because, you know, somebody's willing to put their tail on the line enough that, they, that a story that can be sourced is being leaked outside, the, you know, the, the general athens making Atlanta, SEC footprint, right? Um, and the fact that, you know, national media, you know, whether it be Walkin or um, – the folks from ESPN, or, Barrett, or yeah, or right. Barrett Sally, or um, now
2: the athletic, the athletic is going to have. Yeah,
0: the athletic football. is going to have somebody yeah. here, right? So that none of them are talking about Trent Thompson, none of them are talking about injuries at Georgia, none of them are talking about a quarterback controversy. It tells me a lot about where the coaches are, and about where, at least internally, the team is, right? Because that that means there's not really a whole lot of stuff to bubble out right
2: mm-hmm. now. No, I think part of that theoretically may have something to do with. Some draconian media policies that we've not seen at uh, in the past at Georgia and really at a lot of other universities other than Alabama.
0: Well, in a lot of ways, though, that does cut the other way because at yeah, some point, they, yeah. at some point, you do have people like oh, because the, they, yeah. they have to work. Oh, I mean, yeah. look, the media, of you course. know this well. They, they, the reporters still have to, they still have to file five hundred, five hundred, seven hundred fifty word.
2: Well, it's going to ripples. That's the thing with the media policy. Is it's fine if I mean, like every literally every other part of being a football coach. If you win, it's going to be fine. Right? It's going to be fine. But if you lose, it's it's going to collapse on you worse than it would have otherwise. I've always argued that coaches should be better with the media, not because. The media needs the media deserves it or the media anything like that. It just like it buys you time if you are friendly with the media. I always think of Seth Greenberg at uh, Virginia Tech. He was so friendly and so open with the media. It got him an
1: extra two or three at years, at least two, uh, two
2: years. Right? And would
1: have never gotten ESPN?
2: It. And gig got ESPN, but that's exactly right. Yeah, and so like, why not make it easier on yourself? And I know football coaches are more paranoid. They're always worried about information leaking out. They're much more controlling in that way. But the idea. That if you are friend like, uh, do you don't think it didn't help Richt? Of course it helped Richt. Like it totally helped Richt here. And 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 I don't think Smart is openly confrontational with the media. We talked about this with Seth Emerson on last year's podcast, where Smart had this reputation as being very anti-media because he was from Saban, because he had these Kirby's Law and all these other things. But Emerson's theory—I'll be curious to talk to him this week whether he finds this still the case. He thinks that Smart that that his personality is not actually like Saban's. And that this is right now he's doing the Saban thing because it's worked. But generally speaking, he's more loquacious. He's generally more affable. He's generally more up to being that person. Just right now, he's not doing
0: it. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Smart's ever going to be able to swing But, yeah.
2: um, but that, I think we can all be generally pleased with that, at least in a. Uh,
0: well, I mean, as far as as far as how a he, national championship yeah. would be okay. Yeah, but I'll take a national champion. I mean, he wins. He wins and wins big. I think you could see him loosen up a little bit, maybe like Jimbo Fisher yeah. or. Um, again, probably a no winning, but
1: <laughs> so no PJ Fleck.
2: The no PJ Fleck. Oh Flecks. gosh. Yeah.
1: So Will, you needed to give an update on your Notre Dame t- situation.
2: Yes. So I'm proud to report. So I have a friend of mine. Uh, maybe some of the listeners can relate to this. That he's a uh, he's a big shot uh, corporate lawyer lawyer in Arizona, which is to say he really has an obsessive sports gambling problem. <laughs> and, um, he uh, I talked to him because he actually knows to like buy and sell. Uh, tickets online, so I asked him. I'm like, "Listen, the tickets for Notre Dame are insane right now, and they're up so much more than they were two months ago. And we're a month away from the game. So, is it reasonable to guess that these things aren't going to go down?" He's like, "No." But the way to do it is just check obsessively. Check it like you're checking your stocks. Check it like you're checking if you're a blogger that cares about stats. Check it about how many stats you're getting, how many how many likes you're on social media. Just check it like on as a reflex. So I've been doing that, and he said, you're going to, "Someone's going to make a mistake at some point, and someone did." So someone, uh, all the tickets—I don't know if we want to get into the actual money of how much these things are, but um, percentage. The worst tickets, the worst tickets, uh, the the cheapest tickets of just get you in price have all been about. Eight hundred and uh, It's fifty. Six ninety five right yeah, now. Yeah, six ninety five right now. But I think, I'm curious. Click on it right now and see how many because they've all been eight fifty. They have all been eight hundred, and someone made a mistake and put it about three hundred dollars less than the lowest price. And like one four seats over one way and four seats over the other way was uh, a, a, like five hundred dollars more. So yeah. I pounced. So yeah. I have my ticket. I have my ticket. I did not have to sell a kidney. I had to sell you know I mean you know more expendable body parts but it was uh, it's worth it so I'm in I'm ready it's a single ticket uh, which <laughs> That'll be good. Oh, it's fun, man. Oh, I that, love that's it. actually fun. Oh, single tickets are fun. I have always have a good time with single tickets a game, particularly when I've been drinking all day, yeah. <laughs> which as we probably will be. Because by the time you get Newsflash, we're going mean, to be. It's funny because like one of the things I always talk about this when I'm writing about movies is I often prefer to go to movies by myself uh, than to sit with someone else because then I'm worried about how they're reacting. Then I'm wondering. Like, I don't get to have the experience myself. For me, if I'm not going to be sitting with, like, a friend, which I would not be, I would rather... I'll go with you. I'll have this in myself. Okay,
1: well. I'd love to see Dunkirk.
2: <laughs> Dunkirk is awesome. Dunkirk is awesome. All
1: right, so... Uh, so it
2: the ticket I have. I have a ticket. Notre Dame is on.
1: And we
0: still need one more. The group still needs yes. one more. So,
1: Okay, shout out to StubHub, right? That's right. Find us an Keep extra an ticket. Out. Keep yeah. an eye out. If
2: you see something lower than 600
1: grab it yeah, immediately. Yeah, it's time. It's time. Grab it immediately. That's my advice. So this is the SEC preview?
2: The SEC preview. The... Uh, how many teams are in the SEC now? Because uh, there's 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 a bunch of
1: teams in there the south. Should be twelve or ten, but I think there's fourteen.
2: But there's a bunch of teams in the south, and then oh, I know, I that's what it is. The SEC is becoming more of a midwestern and Texas conference, and <laughs> losing what it has. Past before. three
1: years or four years <laughs> it has, but so so. Because we were talking Midwest, let's just start with the SEC West. The event. West, yes, and the, the, would,
2: which does not have a Midwest team in so so it. So we're going to talk about Missouri. <laughs> and, yeah.
1: Uh, the, 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 can, can we get into that real quick? There was rumblings in the in June about like an Auburn uh, flip. Doesn't that a, make sense?
0: This is an Take annual. This is just an Take annual. Because we have to turn out clickable items, we're going to talk about. So it's about, not a real thing. <clears throat> well, there's it's always the same drumbeat of. You know, let's trade Missouri and Auburn, and then basically the only you know, traditional rivalry you have to worry about is Alabama and Tennessee. Or let's put Auburn and Alabama in the east, and then, you know, put Missouri and Vanderbilt in the west or something. I don't know. It's just, it, to me, it's just clickbait until somebody in Birmingham actually talks about it.
1: Okay. It's not happening. Sounds like you don't want to talk about it. It's not happening.
0: It's, just like, not happening. It's, it's not happening. It's not happening. Yeah. Auburn doesn't
2: yeah. want to do it. Missouri doesn't want to do it. The SEC doesn't want to do it. Yeah. Nobody wants to do it. So it might be more
1: fair, but, you know. Um, All right, so we'll start with uh, the king of the hill. I mean, at least for the SEC, speaking about the SEC. So we can start with Alabama.
0: Oh, I thought you said Mississippi State.
1: Are they going to? Yeah. Well, that would have been the case a couple years ago with Dak Prescott. But um, is Alabama going to start off the season – with consecutive losses going back to last season that's kind of the question with the game against florida state i mean i know what we picked last week was that florida state was going to lose to alabama but now we're kind of taking it as a different look so tony what's gonna how How is alabama season look and how do you think it's going to play out at the beginning
0: um I, I i think they beat florida state um but that's just I think they would be far That's because
1: that's what they do in these opening well, games. Well,
0: it's not just what they do in these opening games. I think Alabama um, – Florida State is um, is a very good football team. I don't think they quite have – I think they still have some questions on defense, and I think Alabama does too. But um, if you're going to ask questions on defense between Saban and Fisher, I'm going to always answer – Saban's got those handled more than Fisher does
1: well a point to that is that one thing I read was this will be the first year since 2013 that Alabama's having a returning starting quarterback I yeah. found that quite interesting considering yeah. how dominant they've been with just yeah. new you know plug and play plug and play yeah
2: but it's worth noting that that quarterback still needs to show he can throw a deep ball oh sure and because he's
1: got the recruit from Hawaii yeah he's done, got him, right? On him.
2: right and it is funny though; <laughs> like it is worth remembering I was at that last football game that they that they played um Let's not forget that he was amazing at the end of that game. Yeah. Like, I think we've all kind of gotten caught up with the idea that he can't throw deep, but now he's getting challenged from the end. He, I mean, if Clemson doesn't make that last run, we're, all we're doing is talking about how this amazing freshman sup- did this incredible thing.
0: Well, the uh, super the, dynasty yeah, too, yeah. yeah.
2: And Well, yeah, we're certainly talking about that, but I think we're talking specifically about him about about, Jenner's, about how how he makes this incredible run after struggling for a lot of the game and really being kind of one of the reasons that Clemson was able to come back, to have that kind of clutch all the way come back. If Clemson doesn't do that, it's not his fault that he, like, Clemson scored. If he doesn't do that, we... like It's amazing how one defensive... Lack of a defensive stop by Alabama changed the whole offseason season narrative from wow, I can't believe Alabama has that guy going into his sophomore year who just basically won a national championship by himself to is he going to lose his job? Right. It's amazing how quickly that happened.
0: Well, so what you're saying is Nick Saban personally, through defense lost the national championship game. That's good. they will play well. Yeah,
1: yeah I think he like, doesn't
2: have Kirby anymore.
0: Doesn't have Kirby anymore, yeah.
1: How funny is it going to be if that backup quarterback or that freshman quarterback does play and hearing all of the Alabama fans trying to pronounce his name, because I'm not sure I can. It's Tua uh, Taga to Tagavola. Yeah. Tula,
0: Tula Tagaviola. I guess it took
1: us a while to learn to say Marcus Tuyasa Sopo.
0: Oh, well, that was yeah. really impressive, Scott. Yeah, that, <laughs> I got that. Because well, there's like
1: seven Tuyasa Sopos.
2: that's so yeah. right. got, By got, now, got including one that was involved in the in the in the Notre
1: Dame uh, yeah. Is it going to be more of like a Jeremy Pruitt run team or their new offensive coordinator, whoever that is?
0: Well, it's going to be a Nick Saban run team. Um, the, I, you know, the, the interesting part about it is that there was some offensive turmoil at the end of the season last year. And it's going to be interesting to see how that change plays out, uh, particularly as it relates to Hurts and, um, and Tula and, and also – what their offense looks like because you know the the knock on the knock on Kiffin was that he was too cute and that's just probably right play calling wise um he but then you know you got um I don't know it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens i mean the interesting thing to me is is i think Alabama's um as much as Alabama will struggle it'll happen defensively they'll seven guys in the nfl their defense last year was probably the best defense i've ever had um, even better than that what was the um uh, was it the eleven team that had such a great defense um I remember when
2: they went into Washington the, the, that that game against Washington in the college football playoff and like they were interviewing Washington's players yeah. Like, are you afraid that you're going to die right <laughs> like, And that was like, sincere yeah I know and like and like people that Alabama defense They're, was meant to be the sound of the thing until to me it just speaks how much impressive. Clemson's achievement was. And particularly Deshaun yeah. Well, when Washington
1: started off hot, they got that early touchdown, and then all it took was like a pick six or a return fumble, and it was, you could almost, it was like, it's over.
0: Yeah, yeah. I remember thinking at that time, it's like, well, Matt, thank you. Thank you, Washington. You, yeah. now we can
2: go to bed now. No, yeah, I mean, to bring back, I know we use this analogy every year, but it is the Spencer Hall analogy. Alabama mm-hmm. picks you up unless you kick your feet until you die. And to me, what's interesting about Alabama this year is they have offensive explosiveness that they did not necessarily have last year to add to that. So, and if you look at their schedule, if they get, the Florida State game is obviously a huge game. But after that, you know, their, their their toughest road game this year is probably I guess it's Auburn. At Auburn, yeah. But other than that, it's at Texas A&M, who I don't think is that great this year. They get LSU at home, they get Tennessee at home. Uh if they get past that first game, I just don't it, I think they're looking at a potential another undefeated season.
0: Um yeah, I think I, I think undefeated seasons are always on the table for Alabama. Um I, you know, there's a couple of games on there that I, I think are possible slip-up games. Um, if they played Mississippi State earlier in the season, um, I, I would—on yeah. the road, um, I would think there's— I forgot a, they get
2: Bobo this year. They get, yeah, they get Bobo, they get Bobo, Bobo which is
0: going to be interesting. I think that's going to—as uh, I said last week, I think yeah, you that's going to be an interesting barometer of what Bobo— that's almost an audition for Bobo for a head coaching job somewhere. How how well that game right. goes for for the Rams, but you know, getting back to what I was saying about Mississippi State is that you know at that point we're going to know what Nick Fitzgerald is, what Mississippi State is, how Granthamy Grantham's offense is going to be. Um, now I don't, I'm by no means am I saying Mississippi State can can win the West, but if that game were earlier in the season where you had the potential for. You know, Fitzgerald to have a breakout almost like Ole Miss, right. Alabama, right? To have a, a breakout game, um, it could happen. But well, you're
1: making me nervous because all, Mississippi State plays us early in the oh, season. Oh
0: well, and we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, we will get to that. Um, but I just think, um, I think you're right. The the potential for an undefeated season is is on the
2: table there. I mean, it's Alabama. It's Alabama, and
0: you now no, I'm I remain concerned about their defense, yeah. uh, particularly the number of stars they lost, um, and their offense, particularly. With a new offensive coordinator, can has potential to be a question mark. Um, so,
1: yeah, but then Alabama. Okay, this so moving there. on from Alabama, we'll go to the other team in the state of Alabama. We'll yes. Ride down what highway is it to Auburn? 431? Oh, no, wait man, Sounds good. 78. Let's call it that. Uh, Auburn, so last I-20. year, I-20. <laughs> last year, Auburn was kind of a Jekyll and Hyde. They start out slow and then they rip off six wins and then Georgia puts them to bed with an eighth ranked uh, team in the nation. And,
2: Forgotten uh, victory for Georgia Yeah, absolutely. We I didn't beat Auburn last year. That's made up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I we, think made, we were terrible them. last what, year. We didn't we beat anybody. We've done it five
0: in a row? We didn't beat any of that consequences. No, because they, no they lost we the won tip. that game.
1: They lost the tip game. No. It's too, 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 too soon, soon. So, too soon. Uh, so yeah, what do you, think, uh, do you think? Are you going to be tweeting out any of those pictures of flaming buses early in the season for Auburn?
0: I don't think so. I'm buying Auburn. Yeah. Uh, they, have,
1: they're they have they have the they, perfect quarterback to run their offense. They year. have the
0: perfect quarterback to run their offense, right? And a lot of people are like, well, Stidham's just here, blah, blah, blah. I'm telling you, if, if, if there's a coach that can take a, a guy that's transferring in for one year, Gus Malzahn's proven he's done it. He won a national championship with, with that guy. He went to another national championship game with a guy that was converted safety from, from Wilcox County, Georgia, who... I don't know if you knew this, but, Mm -hmm. you know, he left Georgia under difficult circumstances.
2: (laughs) If I had that story.
0: if God, don't even get me started. And Look, I'm good for Nick Marshall, but whatever. Um, And Stidham is exactly the quarterback that that system takes to run. When you combine that with their defense and they're returning nearly everybody, they're going to be a formidable, formidable football team. Really fun to watch, really explosive, and really good on defense.
2: I think you'll get a sense of what they are. They get Clemson in week two. Yeah. And that yeah. uh, you'll know real quick, because Clemson's got its own questions. Obviously, they're, they're still a good team, but, you know, they've got to replace the quarterback. Clemson is a, a really good team, talking about playing when you play guys. You want to play Clemson early? Like, that's a team that they don't exactly have their quarterback situation resolved. They, they relied so much on him last, on Watson last year. But Auburn, it's funny, Auburn better be good this year. <laughs> because uh, cause they, it's, it's funny, you know, again, I'm, I'm learning all of this stuff. Uh, later than, than the rest of you guys, but to me, you know, I look at. I think Auburn is a good example. I think we did, we mentioned this uh, briefly last year. G- if Georgia won a national championship, mm-hmm. how much time would that give Kirby Smart to be all right? Like to if he had an eight and five season, theoretically speaking, he, he would have gotten longer than in. Gene Chizik. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I mean look, at, look at Malzahn. I mean, you know, I mean, like, you know, it, it, it feels like, you know, it feels if he got to the national championship game. Would 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 people be angry with him three years later if he got to that point? It feels like I I know I look at Auburn and they're so mad still like they're really ready to kind of run him
1: out and that seems I think it's the mo- the mock turtleneck the and mock turtleneck yeah. it's just a bad look it always has been and always will be it cuts off circulation to of the brain
0: well not to mention it looks like a little bit like a like hybrid ferret raccoon.
1: That's a good good right? point. I yeah. Mean, yeah that's it's, a very good description.
0: Yeah. If he had wings to would be a sugar glider or something. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I think I think the thing that hurt Auburn last year, especially in the George game, was Cameron Petway being injured. Because yeah. he was no, just churning and burning back then. And um I think if he stays healthy and like you said, Malzon gets Stidham him just pointed to the right direction, I think they're gonna to be tough to beat.
0: Well and that's the other thing about them is that you do get Patway back, you also carry on Johnson and then you throw that there's just their offense is gonna be extraordinarily dynamic. I mean there's gonna be Really hard to stop. Now, will they have to outscore some teams? Probably, but their defense is good enough; they're not have to score outscore many people. So that Clemson Auburn game has potential to be like low key big Big Twelve
2: ish. 47 to 42. Imagine if Auburn wins that game. Like, the whole conference looks different if Auburn wins that game and Clemson in Week two. Uh, I think Auburn wins that game. I mean, it's, it, changes, it changes the perception of not just Auburn, but really. Well, good. Well, because, because when we get to the East,
0: we'll talk about Georgia Tech and Tennessee kicking off. Yeah.
1: Yes. All right. So we'll move from Tigers to more Tigers and Coach yeah. O.
0: Raw, 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 That's all you got to say, right? He was on ESPN or SEC Nation the other day, and I just love listening to him talk. Right. I mean, he's just, I want to go, I want to go shoot some, shoot some animals and say, you know, (laughs) just like he is just, if you could ever think of, if you called central casting and say, LSU has a coach, has a coaching vacancy. We want to cast someone as prototypical Louisiana. That is just a little off kilter. um, you know, less miles with a Louisiana accent. Um, I mean, you basically get Ed Orgeron minus going for you know calling a fake fake field goal <laughs> play when you only need two points. But who knows? He could still be that guy.
2: I mean, this is the Orgeron thing, though. Is obviously he's he's out of central, central cast yeah. for what yeah. they want. But this is a guy that's crapped out of the SEC before, and this and this is a tougher job. Right, like, this is a big job, and say what you will about Miles. Miles did a great job here, and they still couldn't run him out fast enough. Is, is or, do you think Orger on his own, independent... Is a better
1: coach than Les Miles.
2: Oh, no. Okay, so. Uh,
1: it's the recruiting. It's the ethos he has yeah. down there in you know, Baton Rouge.
2: Yeah, but that's all. I mean, there was a time where people were very, very excited about Brady Hoke at Michigan because he was a Michigan were man. They? they were. He was a Michigan man. <laughs> he coached from what? Michigan San Diego man. State? Yeah, but he was a Michigan man. That's Michigan the whole man. point. It's that same kind of idea when you get one of these local dudes. That is that like, how we are with Kirby? Brady Hoke. I mean, we'll Michigan see. man. We'll see. I mean, you'll find out. He's in the SEC. Now. We'll find out. So. Brady Hope? Any in Tennessee? No, I think it's right.
0: Is that All right? Chad, right? uh, you know, check that. You
1: know, yes. <laughs> you know, one of the tough things about LSU is they open in Houston against BYU. And BYU, you just don't know what you're going to get with them. Is Taysom Hill still their quarterback yeah. for like the ninth year?
2: LSU has a horrible schedule this year because of Hurricane Matthew. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hur- point that out. Hurricane Matthew uh, messed up the schedule because they had to move a lot of games uh, that would have been road games. They basically lost a bunch of home games. So they have three SEC home games
1: this year. So they're playing five road SEC. Is that the first time that's happened? At
2: Mississippi State, at Florida, at Ole Miss, at, at, look at look at the road games. At Mississippi State, at Florida, at Middle Miss, at Alabama, and at Tennessee. Ouch! Like that's like if LSU's
1: not great, they can lose all five. Games. And guess who their quarterback is? Danny Etling. <laughs> I <mean>, Purdue taking <laughs> over
2: the SEC. So,
1: yeah, I don't think LSU's going to win nine games this year.
0: That seems like a stretch.
2: Yeah, I don't. I, I have to say this could. I'll, unless I like Orgeron, It's always good to have characters, but there were people that were wary of them you know, giving him the job full time because of this very idea. This season was going to be rough, and he's he's crapped out of the league before. Like, unless I, there's, a, like, it's hard to imagine being at that high profile of a job. Usually, if you crap out of the league, you end up. If you get another SEC job, SEC job, it's South Carolina, theoretically speaking. But here, just to, just to make a suggestion. Just to make a suggestion. But here it's LSU. Like This is a top-tier job for a guy that's crept out of the league. I think it's – got to be concerned.
0: Well, the one thing I think he has going for him is – and this is going to be a hot take, and I, I'll defend this in a second. I think he has the top running back in oh, the conference yeah. with Darius Geis. Um, before you start with me with Nick Chubb, I didn't say – I didn't – I mean – but Guys is gonna get three hundred carries this year, right? Chubb won't approach that. I mean, between Chubb, Michelle Georgia and the backfield. Buzzed. Oh, yeah. I think George has the best backfield. Well, I think if Guys
2: played for Georgia, he would get he Yeah, he would he, was, he, was, he was would get Chubb's he would get
0: eighteen to twenty-two right. carries a Chubb. game. I mean, look, Chubb could be the expo- if he is the Chubb is the player, we'll get to Georgia man. But Chubb is a player he was his sophomore season, he could get you know, half again, many more carries than uh, the Sonny Michelle, right? I just don't think that's going to happen. Right. Um, but guys, I mean, guys is going to be a legit pushing two thousand yards, legit three hundred carry guy, and that's the one thing that that gives me some pause before I write the epitaph on on LSU's, uh, at least on, on Orgeron's right. season. So,
1: so you're kind of talking that he might already be on the hot seat.
0: I uh, think so. I, think I don't so. know about the hot seat, but he, he has great potential to be on the hot seat after the season. Yes. Well, there
1: is a coach in the SEC West that is on the proverbial hot seat, and he's even further west than LSU, and that'd be Kevin Sumlin for Texas A&M, and they have a tough opening game. They beat UCLA last year in, in College Station, but they got to go out to uh, where do they play? They Rose Bowl. Play. Rose Bowl. They play in Pasadena. Yep. Yeah. Okay. My bad. A little. Uh, yeah, we played
0: right UCLA in a few years, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, twenty yeah. twenty four or something yeah. like that.
0: I'm going. I mean, I think it goes without saying i going, but I
1: I've never are. been to the
2: Rose Bowl. But Will's Maybe already looking easy. for tickets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so um, so do you think – They will not be as expensive. As no
2: way. There's no yeah, way. Yeah. There's
1: 100,000 seats there, yeah, 105,000 yeah. seats. So, um, so, yeah, I mean – they you might lost. play in UCL. Like, they could play at the Rose Bowl again. They're we talking Georgia won. or are we talking texas anymore? i A&M? I'm talking Georgia. I'm sorry. Right, so they lose Miles Garrett, and they lose uh, Katy Perry's boyfriend, Trevor Knight. <laughs> t Knight. So what do they do? I mean, they've got a new – got like a walk-on quarterback that's second string – Legitimately walk on, and uh, they just don't have much, you know, experience up there. What do you think? Uh,
0: I, th- I think Kevin Sublin, Sutherland, someone's going to be coaching somewhere else next year. <laughs> Dude, I just don't. He's see He's a great, how great guy. He really take is. Take the NFL job,
2: when you right? You right. have that right. opportunity. Yes. yes, this is the rule. Like he had Johnny Manziel, he was the hot, he was the hot, hot guy. Everybody loved him. Take the job, like yeah. you have to take it. For crying out loud, Leighton Kiffin got got. Pro, got head coaching jobs for years after because he got a NFL job, and people that get put on a, uh, an idea that he was this better kind of coach. This is a problem with someone, you, particularly in the SEC. Like, you, there is no there used to be this idea that the NFL was a harder thing and with less job security. I don't know if the SEC really has that uh, that more job security than than the NFL does. He should have taken the job when he had the chance, and now he'll never get the opportunity.
0: Yet. Well, I mean, Lane Kiffin got. The Raiders' job because he promised Mark Davis an extra set of shrimp um, egg rolls at, at PF Changs, but which is
1: or a hair, haircut? Is, no, definitely, he doesn't need, he doesn't need he he a haircut. A haircut. Yeah. He did
0: not need a haircut. By the way, I, I, <laughs> there's a whole aside, but what Mark Davis did to get his team a new stadium in Las Vegas is amazing. Yeah, it it really is. It's like I mean, if Chris Farley were alive, he'd have to play him. <laughs> he'd just have to. So you know, the thing about Kevin Sumlin is this: it's like you're right. He's a great guy. I actually think he's a pretty good coach. He has um the thing he has going against him at Texas AM is the crushing weight of two things. One, they had a Heisman Trophy winner and came out of the box and beat Alabama and were six and zero, and then they finished the season like eight and four. And that has been the template of every season they've had since then. They run out, they they you know, go out and they they surprise some people, they put up big numbers, and then they peter at the end of the season. The only reason someone's still there, the only reason someone's still there, in my opinion, is that Texas also is floundered. If Texas had, had gone to a couple of college football playoffs or New York Six Bowls, they would have burnt that place down. A and would have burnt the place down, right? I mean, the only reason is is that Texas A and M, being in the SEC, having a high Heisman Trophy winner, has gotten more publicity than Texas, and Texas has had a bigger a bigger show <laughs> with what's happened with their football program. And that's the and,
2: only reason. And that's about to be changing, which is. Gonna, I uh, think that's uh, about that to change.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, is there a conceivable world where someone finishes second in the West this year and you know wins nine games and plays, um, you know, the Cotton Bowl? Yeah, plays the New York Six Bowl. Sure, yeah, but anything short of that, I just don't see him coaching there next year.
2: Yeah and you know it's funny this is a fun side about a and to be fair this kind of accounts for the game the Giants all got suspended but they have had a different starting quarterback for now for eight consecutive seasons. Right. It is very hard to get something going. I mean that spans two conferences. Right. <laughs> I mean that is uh that, that that's rough to get to get something going.
1: Crazy. I yeah. think he's
2: gone. I think I, it's hard to argue. Right. What's he got to do? Like, how many?
1: What keeps him? He's got to have nine wins. I think he's nine. I, mean, I think yeah. he's been sitting at eight for so yeah. long. I mean,
2: I where, do you,
0: where do you see nine wins? UCLA, not, eh, I don't Nickel think State. So. We know they can be tough a second yeah. week. Yeah. Um, he lives you lives all like State,
2: he will be fired right there.
0: Uh, yeah, they'll they'll take him to the an airport and fire him. Yeah. At Arkansas, South Carolina, Alabama, at Florida, Mississippi State, Auburn, New Mexico, at Ole Miss, at LSU. So basically, you're saying you're going to lose at least LSU, Florida, and Alabama at the worst, or Auburn, LSU, Alabama at the at the worst. Yeah. That's I don't see that. At the minimum, I see them losing four games and probably five.
2: Yeah, I, just, I don't think I don't think it's on there. Again, kids take the NFL job. Take the NFL joke. Think. Take the job.
1: That's right. Sure. Job. So Tony has a favorite coach in the SEC that he's always wanted. To, and Tony's never been to Las Vegas, but if he if this coach called him up and said, "Hey man, we're going tomorrow in my jet stream, Tony would be there.
0: Well, he has a kid now, so he's calmed down. He doesn't he he now he only plays Baccarat. <laughs> oh, Baccarat's what, what, the old man? What going. game is that? rat?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a is that uh, like a James Bond? game? It's like an old man.
0: Game. It's an old man. It's a, it's basically a game where you you put money on the table and I'll play the house way, and they arrange all the cards for you, and they they they.
1: They, they you, tell you if you won or not. Yeah, they let you know if you won. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: <laughs> I tell you how that game's ends, Mr. Waller. You're out of money. <laughs>
1: Go. On. So, so, in case you didn't catch our drift, we're talking about Arkansas because uh, Tony hey, Tony's uh, favorite SEC West coach is Brett Belima. Hmm.
0: Um. So Arkansas, who knows what to make Arkansas? They have probably the top returning quarterback, like just pure quarter returning pure quarterback in the conference with. Uh, um, Allen And, you know, they have a receiver to throw the ball to. They have an okay defense. But, you know, the reality is is that they're going to come out. Let's see. Let's make some bold predictions about – we don't like to make predictions about actual games. So, you know, they're going to beat FAMU. Who knows what they're going to do with, against TCU in Jerry – is that game in Jerry World this no, year? No, the, the
1: one against A&M. Oh, A&M
0: is in Jerry World. Okay. You know, they do some whatever with TCU. You know, they're trying to turn around and do something wild, like beat Texas A&M in triple overtime, and then let New Mexico State score 47 points on them and barely <laughs> win that game, and then go to South Carolina and get blanked.
1: Well, if you look up longest overtime games ever, they've got, like, three of them.
2: Yeah. It's weird. Arkansas is a team that, for a while, was come, was like trying to be like a Wisconsin of the SEC and was yeah. trying to play that yeah. way. And it's funny to think that... You know, when I think of Wisconsin, I think of Bielema, That's a team that gets a lead and holds on to it. That's like the whole point. That's yeah. like their whole thing. Yeah. Does not forget how they ended last season. <laughs> Actually, in the last season, the Missouri up twenty four seven at halftime lost. Virginia Tech up twenty four nothing at halftime lost. Like those are their <laughs> last two games. Like Arkansas can't lose games like that. Like that's not that's that, like that's how. Like a, a crazy Oregon can lose games like yes. that, or Baylor can go, lose games like that. Oh, Arkansas is not supposed to lose games
0: like that. I mean, I don't see any way Arkansas loses the identity that the team like. You know, I, I've always like you've heard me say this before. Arkansas, you do not want to fight Arkansas because he's the guy that gets naked when he starts to fight. Right? <laughs> you don't want to do that. I mean, he is he he no he Lord really is he do. he really you know what it's America's two thousand seventeen. But this yeah. is um, this is. Yeah, no, but he's no, no, he's the guy that's way too drunk at, at 9 30. Arkansas, that's who Arkansas is, and they are, they, you know, they're just who knows what they're going to do. But the reality is, it's like, yeah, they're six and six football team, no matter how you cut it, okay. and their the schedule yeah, we doesn't, we doesn't we work lost it out. Scott,
1: by the way, on this one, <laughs> the schedule doesn't work it out. I mean, All right, let's move on to Mississippi State. <laughs> We broke, Scott. We, uh, you mentioned
2: a naked, <laughs> naked fighting Brett Burpema, and, uh, and then wondering whether you want to fight him or not. <laughs> I'll take More my shirt off and reenact
1: than... the the, the yeah, best part the picture. Please do. Yeah, Mississippi State.
2: Let's talk about how nervous you are. Uh, yeah, because you, you acted real well, nervous. You know, so here's
1: the
0: thing. I, I uh, and we'll do. I assume we're going to pick a sort order in a minute. I moved Mississippi State everywhere from seventh to third in my my rankings. I. I'm having to be objective about Todd Grantham, which is really not a good place for me to be. But I keep coming back to Nick Fitzgerald, and
1: my God, he's going
0: to be fun to watch,
1: right? What game was it last year where he just ran like 90 yards for a touchdown? He could
0: lead. He could lead the conference in rushing yeah. as a quarterback. Yeah. Now I think Darius Geis is going to, but he could lead the conference in rushing. I think he's completely
2: going to lead the conference in total yards. I mean, like we can talk all we want about Mississippi State and they're they're in Athens. Let's think, Let's just contrast when Mississippi State played in Oxford last year and when Georgia played in Oxford last year. Oh yeah. Obviously, two different situations, two different times of the year. Georgia got drilled and played this really terrible game when it was one hundred and fifty degrees, and Mississippi State had a almost regime defining win to go in and win the eight well fifty-five twenty, like they wiped them out yeah. Mississippi is now at the absolute bottom and Mississippi State is on way back up think about I know Mississippi State had the Dak Prescott year but generally speaking Mississippi has had the run of that matchup for the last few years for them to go and basically put Mississippi in the grave like that was the last time that we're, Mississippi's going to be. Insert in your continued. own Hugh Freeze joke. Yes. There. Well, I
0: mean, I think Hugh Freeze not using a, a burner phone did that. But okay,
1: um,
2: but <laughs> or, but or, your or point, Mississippi State having particularly crazy fans on Reddit.
1: Let's not forget that either. <laughs> Who's the guy that has the the terrible facial hair that does Stingray.
0: all the- Stingray? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! So Mississippi State. They um, I, the thing about Mississippi State is this: is like their defense is, gonna, is going to third and Grantham's a thing. It was a thing at Louisville. It was a thing at Georgia. God, we know it was a thing at Georgia. So, you know, I mean, he's he's going to come in. The, the team's going to look good at times. Defense's going to look really bad at times. But Mississippi State's going to have to outscore a lot of people. So when you look across their schedule, you know, you can see one, two, three, four, five, six. It's not hard to get the seven wins. The problem is, is like three of those wins are out of the conference. So, yeah, you know, that makes them a four and four SEC team. They could slip up and lose one of those games. They're three and five. They could slip up and win one of those games. Where
1: do they play the week before Georgia?
0: Uh, the LSU. week before Georgia, they play LSU. That's good. And then they go on the road next week after that to yeah. Auburn.
1: That's, that's so, even better.
2: LSU you know, at Georgia at Auburn. You'll find out real quick why the Mississippi State's got. More
0: oh yeah, that's a now. that is a tough row right there. And only one of those games are at home. LSU's at home, right. and that's not really. I mean, first off, it's not terribly a, a, a real home game because it's only about two and a half hours from Baton Rouge over and there's a lot of LSU fans that live over in that part of, of, you know, Eastern Louisiana. And in well, the Delta it seemed area. to me
1: last year, there were a lot of LSU fans that lived in upstate New York. <laughs> well, no, the way that stadium looked.
0: Oh God, we didn't talk about this. We, I think we need to LSU plays, plays BYU. You want to talk about two contrasting fan bases?
2: <laughs> they don't play at BYU. No,
0: they play in Houston, which makes it worse.
2: <laughs> I, I've got my, my friend Aileen is a professor at Syracuse. She said that they're still cleaning up. I don't when doubt I was it. Was there? I'd like to know. By the way, look at the Mississippi State schedule. Nice to see that they've given Massachusetts that game back. Massachusetts is at Mississippi State this year. The idea they played a home and home, an SEC well, team. I mean, they, a but they went I to Gillette it's a, Stadium. It's Massachusetts. you like even a Boston College would be okay. Massachusetts is not like they're not even a yeah. they're legit UMass right
0: yes Marcus Camby walking through that yeah uh, Bruiser
2: Flint Bruiser Flint is uh, <laughs> coming through there
0: so I mean you know but Mississippi State Mississippi State they're gonna they're gonna outscore some people they're, they're scared like to me Mississippi
2: State like in a natural balance of the world should be last in this division and I don't think they're well, going they, to they be they would have no. been if
1: it weren't for what Hugh Freeze did
2: well, that's what I mean. Is I think they've got they've got the potential to come up and bite somebody this
1: year. Oh, well, sure, the, yeah. they'll have one or two moments, and that hopefully, LSU one of them is not in Athens. That
2: LSU game,
1: September sixteenth,
2: has some potential. Yeah, it could be interesting. Yeah. I
1: hope they dominate LSU yes, and they're, they're high. And oh, that's a that's a perfect that's case yeah. scenario for and us. Then, and then they're thinking, yeah. oh wait, we got to go to Georgia you don't want them and to, them to
2: lose order. a close, tough game. And yeah, game. I'm tired <laughs> of
1: close games, man. I yeah. want. I want some. You want, right, we'll want
2: them play someone like Nickel State and just wipe them. Yeah, twenty four twenty three or something. Yeah. I no,
1: want no. like Mississippi State and Athens in ninety seven when we won forty seven nothing. Yeah, that's what I want.
2: I, we'll get into this to in, in the Georgia in the in the Georgia podcast. Yeah. but it really would be. You're totally right. Like yeah. we're doing We some could blowouts. Use the blowouts. <laughs> oh,
0: <really laughs> on the good way. On the good yeah. way. Karma. Yeah.
1: All right. So now to the bottom yeah. dweller, Ole Miss, and we're gonna go ahead and put them in the basement. Right. I think that's. The I place. think that's. The same I mean, bet.
0: like Shea Patterson's back, but they're going to be a team in death array. Um,
2: that I mean, there's no bowl. I mean, but the, they're going to be so
0: so fun. Oh my god, at the trick plays, are going. Matt Luke has nothing to lose. Yeah, just go nuts. That's his name, right? Matt Luke. Sure. Um, yeah, let's go with that. The, the, yeah, his name's Matt Luke. But they have nothing to lose, and they have Shea Patterson, which means they could run. They could line on fourth and twelve, and run. You know. Jets left and just send everybody
2: downfield throw the ball up right. Miss arm punt right. They could do that. Shea Patterson has the arm for it. I mean, there there is something about a team that can't go to a ball that is fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, like no yeah. pressure. Look, yeah. look, look, they could be. They legitimately could be
0: nine and three. Right. I, I think they could. But I think the odds are they're 5-7, and but they could be 9-3 and just because there's so much variance with with the whole, you know, nothing to lose, you know, like, you know, meatballs playing camp, what Tiki Walker or whatever it was they played them, where it just doesn't matter. So, it's going to be fun. That's going to be a fun football team to watch.
2: All right, let's make our predictions for the West.
1: Let's do it. Mine are the order that we just talked about them in. So, I guess it would be Alabama, Auburn, LSU… Texas A&M, Arkansas, Mississippi State, and Ole Miss. Okay. I'm going to go Mississippi last.
2: I think this thing might get off the rails for them. Uh, I'll pick them seventh. I will pick uh, Texas A&M sixth. I'll pick Arkansas fifth, LSU fourth, Mississippi State third, Auburn second, and Alabama first.
0: You know, I like where you started Mississippi and TAMU. T i a and That's just that's that's your seven and six teams right there. It's hard Korea to and to. Arkansas. I think Mississippi State is going to finish fourth. Although I struggled, I really did. I have LSU, and I'm going off the rails here. Alabama's going to finish second. The Iron Bowl is going to decide it. Wow. Auburn is going to go undefeated this season.
2: Wow! Uh, all, all the way through to the SEC championship game. At least to the SEC championship game. Wow, win at Clemson, go all the way through. I think that I think yeah. that would keep his job. Yeah,
0: I think I think it would.
1: You know, you say Clemson really strangely. Clemson. No, he says it. He puts a Z in it. Clemson. Clemson.
0: Clemson. I say
1: I say Clemson.
0: Well, like Clemson. Clemson. Yeah, Clem Clemson. and his son. I don't
1: know. It's just I'd, yeah. you know, it's just the phonetically. But and, not phonetically believe me, I take
0: I take accent. no pleasure in in saying that. Auburn is going undefeated I I, I really don't it's just uh, I just don't they will have earned that. oh undefeated. completely it's a tough schedule it really is I mean they they get they get us and Alabama at home and that's the really the only yeah. thing they get out of it okay well, I guess so, they could Clemson at home but
1: so that's the SEC West we're done West. with that are we doing we're not talking any Georgia today right no we're gonna For leave the them east. out of this are, okay
2: are we gonna pick them anywhere Let's pick the order of the SEC outside of
1: Georgia. And that's, fine. Georgia predictions. that's fine. That's <laughs> fine. We'll just pretend Georgia's not in it like how we should with Missouri. All right. All right
2: that's
1: fine. Um, so what we'll do is we're, uh, we're really – we are way low on time or whatever months I would say. We are way short on time or the clock is against us. The clock is against us. We're already pushing an hour on this podcast. So I'm going to limit discussion on the East because we're going to be talking about the East a lot throughout the season. We're going to play all these. So, like, yeah, to like two minutes a team.
2: Okay. Got
1: it. So starting it's the
2: comfort of this place. You get in this house, it's just comfortable. You, you just, just comfortable.
1: talk and talk, talk, talk. So talk. yeah, yeah. So we'll go with uh I'm just gonna say one thing I'm gonna say um aerial shot of a shark and a coach. <laughs> That's the team we're starting with. Is that a real? Was that a real picture? Or was that debunked?
0: Yeah, I wish it were a
2: picture of him, but it's,
0: well, it's uh, and He got so
2: mad about it. It was well, weird. It was. I would be mad about it. But like, dude, don't not like, don't just even just walk away. To be fair, to be fair, someone did ask him about it, which is to me, I, think I it was, assume it was Clay Travis. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, that's pretty tough for him to ask about. It. But that said, like when he has him, be like, dude, I don't. I'm sorry, I
1: don't spend all day on the internet. Leave me alone. Yeah, right. it's like that would be the best answer. And I don't,
0: I don't lay with sharks.
1: Right. <laughs> um, it did look like a it didn't it? it really did.
0: Um, well, <laughs> breaking actually, it. breaking today. You make a joke about it. So breaking today, uh, Florida suspended seven players, into, including finally Antonio Callaway, over a scheme to buy electronics with their book money and sell the electronics on the Internet. Um, so that's what it actually takes to get suspended at Florida. Uh, congratulations, Florida. Uh, there's the bar. There's the bar. Malik Sire is going to be the starting quarterback in if he's not – you know, Felipe Franks is going to be the starting quarterback. And, you know, either of them offer the same upside and downside, which is you had to bring in, uh, you had to bring in a transfer quarterback that looked really good before he broke his leg and did not look good after that to, to push your, you know, supposed uh, five-star sophomore quarterback.
1: You know, Malik Ziger's, uh time at Notre Dame, it always looked like his helmet was ill-fitting. I don't know. If anybody else out there saw the same thing, it was like his face mask was too short. I don't know. Something about that. So uh, I'm just doing Phil because I don't want to talk about Florida anymore. Yeah, I'm
0: done talking about Florida. <laughs> all right.
1: Let's move on to uh, the coach on the hot seat in the SEC East. Booch.
0: Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Okay, Booch. Yeah. You're, yeah. Booch.
1: Even though he did what he did to Georgia last year and had some – before they – or I guess after the Georgia game, all the, the season up to the Georgia game, they were like the cardiac kids. I mean, they were pulling out, you know
0: – well, yeah. I mean, they had to come from I mean, behind to beat A&M. App State. They had to come from behind to be Virginia Tech. Um, they came
2: from behind to beat Georgia. I don't remember that. that never happened. It, it is worth noting, if they can't have everything go their way... Like that, yeah, yeah. If everything goes like everything went perfect for them for the first half of the season. They won games they shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. They and that's how their season ended with a team. Remember that was supposed to be their culmination team. Right, like that was supposed to be the team. I, as you guys, oh, again, well, they
0: still had the best season they'd had in ten years.
2: Yes, right. But, like they were supposed. Like clearly Tennessee is waiting to have that. Just like Georgia is, frankly, to have a breakthrough season that you really have. Last year was supposed to be that season. That was not supposed to be that season for Georgia last year. It really wasn't supposed to be that season for Florida last year. But it was supposed to be that season for Tennessee last year. And for them
1: And they didn't do it.
2: Not only did they not do it, their wins they did get, they needed every break to fall their way. Yeah. So, but, you know, look at their schedule. Let's look up Tennessee's schedule. Georgia, George, Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech.
1: That will be. Oh fun. boy, <laughs> that's a that's a tra- traditional old SEC rivalry. And they yeah, played a yeah, lot really. In the eighties and yeah. the seventies.
2: Yeah, way I back. Mean, lose that game.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, game. I mean, I love to make fun of Georgia Tech, but that offense gets wacky and when it gets rolling man and if you're not playing it right i mean it can just
2: yeah but the advantage is they do have the off like sure. theoretically speaking if they I'll put it this way if they can't handle georgia tech in that game they probably should fire him because they've actually I, had i was tons about to say time. that yeah
1: because if you have that much time to prepare yeah. for a triple option paul johnson offense right. with right. a limited quarterback and you know receivers that touch the ball twice a game then you should be fired if you lose that i mean but you know I think I think tech might might handle them on that. Yeah. It's a Monday night game. That'll be fun. That's a good way to finish that weekend. And you know what? I wouldn't be too upset if they did lose to Tech. Oh, yeah. I mean It's not gonna break my heart.
0: Well, it's a meteor
2: game, but you, right. know, it, you know, you when you look at Bill, that roof's late, gonna be
1: closed, so the meteor will just bounce off. Bounce off, of off. It. the roof yeah. will
2: not only be closed; it just it literally can't open. <laughs> <laughs> it still can't open it. So
0: you say can't open. We prefer to say closed. Yes. Um, you yeah, know, you that's get actually that game's like, actually like the, the
2: best way to describe
0: it. You, <laughs> you, you, that. you know what I'm gonna do
1: on this episode? I'm What's just that? gonna say at the beginning of my opening, like, "Hey, this this episode has some language, so just yeah. you know, listen accordingly." No, no, no! I'm just saying that reminded me because last time I had to bleep, you know, because he's the other.
2: You're going bleep that? He bleeped. That was his problem. He's the one the end I know,
1: it was, I know, it was, I know. But it was Will. No, but I'm saying I'm just gonna let people. I'm just gonna let it ride. I'm just yeah. gonna let people. Don't know listen ahead of this time. with
0: your kids in the car, yeah, especially well, you, Tony.
2: Just, just
1: keep um,
0: in mind
2: that if you're gonna, Yep. Yeah, I'll probably get are rid
0: of that. Probably, part, yeah, all, probably, probably things idea. you shouldn't do. Um, yeah, that George Tech game. I mean. If Georgia Tech wins that game, imagine how off the chain oh, fish fries going to be. I,
2: go. <laughs>
0: he's going to be unbearable.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Did you know that um, there is a former Georgia player that grad transferred to Tennessee this year?
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Um,
1: he's yes. he's kind of hopscotched around.
0: Yeah, uh, he was at Louisville. He scored a
1: touchdown uh, his freshman season he's at, at Vanderbilt. Yeah, hold on, Shaq Wiggins. Shaq, that's right. Yes.
0: that's right. Um, yeah, that's that might be there. Tennessee, mm, mm. I just, I, it's really hard for me to be objective about them. But it's also really hard if the best you can coach, and they had some injuries, right? But, uh, you know, they had some injuries, which means they played a lot of young guys, which means those young guys are still young and have a little play in time. But I don't think they're the studs that they had last year They got hurt.
1: Who's, real quick, who's going to replace Dobbs? They have uh, a decent prob- quarterback.
0: Uh, probably, uh, God, what's the kid's name? North- Keller, North- Todd Kelly yeah. Jr. No, Dormandy. Dormandy. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Dormandy. So, yeah, we'll it's see. just he's a mobile guy. Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't know. I just think that they've the window's closed. They missed their. They missed their chance. Yeah,
0: I mean they they have all the potential to be eight and four again, but <laughs> that's going to be only good enough for.
2: they <laughs> would almost rather him go second to fourth three three and three and nine if
1: they're going to do that. Yeah. and get it over
0: with. I yeah. wouldn't be fine with him going three and nine. I
1: would be very happy with that. All right, so uh, South Carolina, mm-hmm. Agent Mustchamp. man. Is it going to be an up or down year for them? It's
0: going to be up. I like Jake Bentley. I like what they're doing. So far, Muschamp's standing out of the way of Kirk Roper. Um, But, I mean, South Carolina's only going to go as far as their talent takes them, which means they're still going to finish behind a couple of other teams. Um, But I I don't think Will Muschamp's a totally changed man, but he finally has has an offensive coordinator he trusts to actually kind of run offense, and that offensive coordinator has a quarterback to do it. Um, unlike his last year, of Florida. So they're going to be good. They're not going to be great. I mean, they were better last year. They were better, especially in the season. Yeah, right? they were better. Iron. But I don't think they're going to be great. I mean, you know, they're going to probably come out and. That North Carolina State, uh, South Carolina game. You
1: predicted NC State to be a sleeper. Yeah,
0: I think they're going to be a sleeper. That's going to be a really interesting game. It's going to tell us a lot how they're going to do. You know, The problem for them is they play road games against Tennessee, Georgia, and Texas A&M. And that Texas A&M game, that could be right at the end of when it's starting to get really dicey for someone. So, you know, uh, I don't know. It's going to be a really interesting uh, season for them. I just think they're going to be a little better than... A little better than they were last year.
2: Yeah, I feel. I feel like he vindicated himself a little bit last year. Yeah. like you know, I mean, there was a time where his name was a joke.
0: Yeah, I st- yeah. and I still, I, mean, I hope it becomes. I hope it comes to that. But, yeah, but I mean, again, some more.
2: I mean, you know, that's why you take the. That's why you fight for that South Carolina job after after that happens to you in Florida. Is yeah. you yeah. get a chance to rebuild your reputation a little bit. And I don't think yeah. he's all the way back. but I think he's rebuilt it a little.
0: Yeah, in twelve years from now, he can stop recruiting and then retirement season. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> well, the good news is that you and Wayne don't have to go to Columbia this year. They're coming to us. Oh, thank God so We know how you feel i will
0: never Columbia. go back to Columbia Man <laughs> I mean I might I have some friends That keep trying to invite me And they have Tailgating space In the Cockaboos Or whatever it's called I'm just like Ugh uh, It's like tailgating On the back lot Of Mad Max Thunderdome It's just terrible No you
2: know It's gonna be like, You can
1: see that stadium From five miles away you know, too We're just about just to be there. able
2: to Tailgate in the Sistine Chapel So you know I think uh, I can't, can't wait Alright Kentucky
0: Kroger Stadium where get used to saying
1: that it's, they renamed it Kroger Stadium. Oh yeah. Well, the headquarters is in Cincinnati, so it's not that far away. Yeah,
2: it's Kroger Stadium.
1: Mm. Well, what's the joke that uh,
2: because it's Kroger Stadium, you know, you're going to have uh, I'm going to the grocery? No, no, you're, you're gonna you're gonna like think you're gonna see like eight exits to the place. You'll be like awesome, but like only three of them. Only are three
0: open. are open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not my joke. And That's they're not my joke. And they're,
1: well, it wasn't that good either. And they're
0: out of milk, and the manager's <laughs> yeah. mad at you for asking about it. <laughs>
1: So, so the, my favorite thing last year was watching uh, Mark Stoops' uh, like sour face that he gets, you know, and he's getting all angry on the sidelines. And and you think you're going to see a lot of that, or you think they're going to be better this year? Yeah,
0: this good say. it's just going to Kentucky. Same amount of Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, the the one thing they have going for them is they have Benny Snell. Um, their quarterback situation is the he same tried to as be George last, last year, year himself. Um, the, the problem with Kentucky is that the teams that they. Aspire to be have gotten better in Georgia, Florida,
2: and South Carolina, particularly Tennessee's. Come back were, to them a little bit. They had a
1: legit chance to maybe win the East last year. Well, uh, legit. I
2: mean, they like, were excited the, about that game against Georgia. They yeah, were hyped legit for that chance. Game. Well, they yeah. played well until yeah. they
0: didn't. Yeah, that's right. That was a fun trip. That's a great trip, Rodrigo. A <laughs> great trip.
2: Um, I mean, this team did beat Louisville last year. I mean, yeah. like, like you know, they, they made clear steps forward yeah. that yeah. you would not expect to expect.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're going to be. I think they're going to be. Good. Uh, they're not going to be great. I think actually Kentucky is a good, um, you know, canary in the coal mine for the conference because you know last year the conference was considered to be quote unquote down. No one finished with fewer than four losses or something like that. Um, uh, you know, Kentucky could be a middle of the road SEC East team, but also good enough that people that that they're still. Getting votes late in December or, yeah. or November, and, and they can cl- if
2: if there's a team like Tennessee or Florida or even Georgia that's wobbly at that point. Oh they yeah, they can, sure, yeah, they can pick
1: them off. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, they, they've done it here in Athens before. Yeah. Oh yes.
0: I mean, we play them really late this year too. We next to the last game of the season, um, uh, November eighteenth. Which is really? I mean, we're, we played them we're, after Auburn.
1: Yeah, we're used to playing like Charleston Southern. The, yeah, it usually goes point. Auburn. Yeah, yeah, Georgia Southern, and then Georgia yeah. Tech. Or I something. mean, that
0: game is pretty close to guaranteed being, if not the if not the three thirty game, an ESPN primetime game, just because that is the cupcake weekend, right? right? Mercer plays like four SEC teams that weekend. <laughs> um, so,
1: and Wofford, I think Wofford, yeah, and yeah. Wofford, you yeah, get somebody. So um, as you know, I'm I'm kind of going in order of the way I think teams will finish. So we have two more teams. Mm-hmm. So well, which, which team? Well, I know, but we're not talking about Vanderbilt George. So which team do you think I'm going to say next? Vanderbilt. That's correct. <laughs> Derek Mason and Vanderbilt.
0: Um, still not a wide receiver for the for, the, for 10, Yeah, yeah you know, the
1: longer he's retired, the less that joke is. Uh, you know, no. funny, I guess. Or Sorry. it wasn't ever really funny, but really. Yeah,
2: relevant. but we're, we're, st- we're getting older, so it's still funny to us, I guess even so. if, like, continues He continues to be funny. We're dads. Big, so yeah. We get to make some bad jokes. All those right? the people like, that, were, that were 15 that started listening to the podcast are in
1: college now.
0: Uh, yeah, a couple of Brick Mason uh, yeah. jokes. I don't know.
1: Derek Mason was big for my fantasy teams back in the back early in the 2000s. Day.
0: Yeah. Back in the day. We haven't talked about that. Um, so. Cal Charmer. For a change, all the Vanderbilt's, like, returning big names are offensive guys. Ralphie Webb, Shermer, what's the receiver's name? Duncan, maybe. Yeah, C.J. Duncan. Um, so that is interesting. <laughs> um, but still, the Vanderbilt and the talent, I think the talent differential
1: they got to play Alabama problem. this year.
0: Look, you like to think Georgia's not going to give up a 95-yard uh, touchdown return and then miss four field goals. and Cunningham's not yeah. coming
1: and back. Then,
0: and then punt on, on fourth and one. Um and by punt I mean run the smallest scale on the team on a jet sweep. Two um, straight plays. Huh? Two straight place. Yep. Yes, yes, right. So <laughs> uh, whatever. I mean they're I, I still think they're gonna be in a in bold conversations late, but you know, their schedule doesn't help them out any. Um, no,
1: they got Kansas State and non conference. Is that is that in Manhattan? Yeah, the Bill no, Schneider. In, in Nashville. Oh, okay. It's in Nash
0: Vegas, yeah. Um, so but you know, they have you know, they finish out the season, actually, in a decent fashion. They get Western Kentucky, Kentucky, Missouri, and then they go on the road to Tennessee. Um, so that could...
1: Yeah, Tennessee's... Tennessee's that.
0: struggling, especially <laughs> no. if they have they have relieved Booch of his uh, yeah. responsibilities. Anything could happen
2: there. But, you know, it wasn't long ago where you know, Mason looked like the worst hire oh, dead man, that man anyone had ever made in the SEC. The Yo. fit was bad. It was a total disaster. Uh, they were the joke. They, and, and, you know, after Franklin, they completely picked the wrong guy. It maybe doesn't look like they picked the wrong guy. Maybe I think he's not, a great coach. He's, he's not going to get to, Van, to Franklin's uh, level. but And Franklin, by the way, has vindicated himself a lot for what he did last year. Oh, yeah. And... Like both of those guys a year ago, it looked like Mason and Franklin were both in deep trouble. Mason, like in particular, I remember that stage after that first year. Mason was just a joke; like it was just how they've ruined everything that Franklin did. Everything is falling apart. Now they're respectable again. They're they're really you're right where they should be fighting Kentucky and South Carolina for that fourth spot. Maybe you, you
1: you bite one of those guys. Dude. Yeah. And so bringing up the rear in the East, Missouri. Call it what so, you want. What's their uh, – is it Barry Barry Odom? Barry Odom. Odom. And the only other person I know on that team is Drew Locke. Yeah. Uh, who was
2: perf- pretty good in the yeah. game last year. Yeah.
1: And you know. so was their defensive end, yeah. who I think I drafted pretty high because of that Georgia game. Yeah. Charles something.
2: Speaking
0: of, they go to UConn this year. <laughs> Can we talk yeah. about that? Let's talk about that for a minute. <laughs> um, I mean, their schedule isn't particularly daunting. They get They have to play Auburn, but at home. They get, um, they go on the road to Arkansas, which their traditional—that's their Thanksgiving weekend rivalry game. Um, So,
1: is it traditional?
0: Well, yeah, it's been five years now. So, I mean, South
2: Carolina fans would say anything more more than a year is traditional. (laughs) One thing I do like what Missouri's doing is. They're fun, like they're focusing on offense. They're fun to watch. Yeah, like, yeah. That's they what are you fun want. to watch. They're kind of fun to watch. Locke is good. They 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 certainly try to move the ball. And I think if you're in the East, that's really not the worst strategy. If you're in well, a place yeah. like Missouri, in
0: a lot of ways, they're kind of going
2: back to their Big Twelve roots. Right, 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 right. So, yeah. But, um, but yes, it's, but it's worth noting that is finally coming all the way around the way I thought it was going to be when Missouri came into the SEC. Yeah, that was a was, weird couple of years. Their football was going to so be terrible, weird. and their basketball was going to be good, and that was the exact opposite of that up until I think probably this year.
0: Oh, they're going to be really good if they get the kid that reclassified.
1: Yeah, really good. I think they did. He did. So yeah. he did commit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you, you just talking basketball? Real quick? Only, yeah, briefly. So okay. only briefly. Only so, yeah, briefly. Just, college just basketball. Confuse me. Yes, you confuse yeah. me a little bit. And uh, we're so talking yeah. about Missouri. Missouri is the only exception to the rule. That's right. So, uh, so yeah, so what are the – let's pick and yeah, just leave Georgia out. Leave Georgia out. out. Leave Georgia out. Okay, you, your order
2: was your order there. That was my order. Okay, so I will start at the end. I think Missouri is, without question, uh, the worst team in this division. I think South Carolina takes a step back. Ooh. I have them sixth. I have Vanderbilt fifth. From here, lips to God's ears. I have Kentucky fourth. I have Tennessee third. And – it would not shock me if Tennessee took a step back from that. I just feel like they're, talent-wise, they're enough there. And then we'll see where Florida and Georgia and Tennessee go from that. But uh, maybe Georgia's first, maybe Georgia's second, maybe Georgia's third, but that's certainly the order we have up to or including Georgia.
0: Well, I, I can't argue much with that. I mean, I, I think Missouri is the bottom team in the East. Uh, Vanderbilt and then Kentucky are kind of in the same general area. I just think Vandy's. Uh, lacks a little offensive firepower despite that all their returning great good quote unquote great players are um, offensive players Uh, and then you kind of have Tennessee and South Carolina in the same place I'd I'd just pick South Carolina there somewhere um, which leaves you know Georgia and Florida duking it out somewhere at the top and you know We'll we'll talk about that next week. I may
2: have Georgia sixth. I'm just, yeah, I'm who knows? Who knows? I'm leaving them out of the conversation. Who knows?
0: I mean, look, at, you know, Georgia finished third last year, and I think we all picked them to win the national championship. And uh, and by we all, I mean everybody listening to this. Yes, and to beat Ditka, and to beat Ditka, we're we talking about Tiny Dickas <laughs> um, But you know, I it would be without getting too much into the next week, it's going to be really surprising if Georgia finishes. Third or below to me, um, I, I think with the talent that has been recruited here, um, we are even though they're young. I think we're just talent wise, we're that much better than everybody else. And if we finish third, fourth, or God forbid, fifth or sixth or somewhere like that, that's in me. That's a in absence of weird injuries. That's a really, really a damning indictment of Kirby Smart in yeah. in his time coaching here.
2: Everybody expects Georgia to win the SEC East, but like the, for crying out loud, if they. There could be one of those three teams: Georgia, Florida, and Tennessee. Yeah, they could step on. Yeah, yeah. But if it's Georgia, there oh, are it could problems. be ugly. But I also think the SEC
0: is going to be much, much better than it was last year. Now, is it going to be back to the Halcyon days where you know? two teams from the conference play in the national championship. I think it's a stretch to say Which is two fine because that game was really boring.
2: So. That game was <laughs> terribly boring.
0: I think it's a stretch to say two teams get in the college football playoffs. But I, I do think there's a world where where two teams get in the, the New York Six and a team gets into you, a New York Six. You call it team.
1: New York I six. can't help
0: myself. I'm sorry. Because New York Six. You did it all last week. I'm I did. To the head I'm and sorry. I'm like,
1: Tony's wrong.
0: No, it, you're right. I, I, I'm doing that. That's a Freudian slip. No, uh, I think
1: it's just. The fact that you're in your mid forties. Yes,
0: I am in my near my mid forties, and the um, <laughs> general
2: the general vicinity, the general vicinity of my other.
0: my, my, my mid forties. So, but uh, yeah, I think the the New Year's six. I think we'll have, I think the SEC will have two teams in the New Year's six. On um, and I I did, was made no secret about last week that I think they're going to have a team in the college football playoff. Um, I, I don't think they're going to be. I don't think that the conference is going to be good enough, essentially, to do that. You you have to have an undefeated. Um, East team and West team play each other and play a really good game. Um, or have a team go, you know, 12-0 and 11-1 and just like the Iron Bowl be a, an incredible shootout between undefeated teams. And then that team also get in because every, every other team has one and two losses. And I just don't see that happening this year. All
2: right. So that is the SEC. That's the SEC. All 13 teams. All 13 teams. All 13 and, teams. Then, uh, and then someone else. And then uh, also Missouri. <laughs> so next week Next week should be Very exciting Because you know, we only have Two more shows This is crazy Until there are Football's An actual, game. There's an actual is, game
1: Is one of them Going to be The Seth, Seth Emerson show okay, Three that? more shows I feel okay. that side show and,
0: and I'm still working On another uh, possible um, SEC national-ish Rider that, that could Do something with okay. us We're still working on that
2: And But I think that If we Because uh, next week I think next week We are going through Unit by unit On Georgia And game by game We are going <laughs> to Nail down uh, what Georgia is, and are, what they are have. We still doing phrasing? Phrasing. <laughs> and and then after that we'll be previewing the Appalachian State game because they're oh, actual, yeah.
0: oh, uh, real actual. footballs, right?
2: Oh, and actually, I when see. we preview, I see you thought I meant like the defensive line unit yes. or the linebacker yeah. unit. I meant
1: their penises. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I was laughing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you're, you're not. G- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry.
1: He so, said unit by unit.
2: so here's the thing. Here's
0: the thing. We're going to talk about.
2: Freedom. So, I think the next show will also be here. So, hopefully, you guys like the sound on this one because so I think we maybe. Yeah. Think as uh, uh, Scott, you're. Uh, I'm
1: still. You're still. In, you're still in transit. All I do is just CrossFit every day.
2: Right. No, I'm joking, Mr.
0: CrossFit, y'all.
2: He actually snapped my kitchen table in half. He sat
0: down. What did he mean to? It was crazy. It was just. He
2: was squatting. He wasn't even touching it. It's right. just that's how powerful.
1: The muscles, of Scott <laughs> fall right within now. four weeks. Yeah, <laughs> he did it with his brain. That's right.
2: Well, so, that was fun, y'all. Yeah,
1: yeah. thanks for joining us uh, over. or Thanks for inviting us in, Will, and keeping your kids up. I'm sure they. Oh can no, they here. they
2: were asleep. They, my, I'm i I'm, I'm a harsh taskmaster for my children. It's bedtime, and they will stay in there, or they get the they get the whip. Oh.
0: Uh, it's the right thing. <laughs> I mean, this is your time, right?
1: I mean. This is my house. It's your house. It's your house, and this is y'all's podcast. And this is Tony and Will go off. Go dogs. Go dogs. That's kind of anticlimactic. We need to redo that. Are we do it again. Yeah, sure.
0: Go dogs.
1: Go dogs. No, that's that's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> terrible. terrible. Say, say something funny, Tony, to, to send us out. We've already gotten the go dogs. <laughs>
0: I can't perform under pressure like not
1: this.
0: Tickle, cool. <laughs> tickle, tickle. So, <laughs> so, so Breppleman walks into a bar,
2: mm-hmm. and <laughs> I don't know. That's all I got. That's all I got. That's, that's funny enough. Is
0: that's, not, that's the punchline, y'all.
2: Yeah, that's funny enough.
1: <laughs> and thanks so much for listening. As you heard at the very beginning, UGA beat writer Seth Emerson will be joining Will later this week for a quick sit-down discussion. Make sure you are subscribed to our podcast because you won't want to miss that one or this one. Or that one. Or the one that's coming. (laughs) Lots of good information that we don't normally have access to. You'll be able to hear. We always encourage our listeners to be interactive. Hit us up on Twitter at WSLS Podcast. And if you listen to our show via iTunes, please leave us a rating and a review. We'll read your review for all podcast listeners to hear on a future episode. I'm sure you could tell that Tony is especially excited. Actually, we all are. Football is right around the corner. And if you haven't been to Athens lately, I can tell you fall is in the air. No, not the temperatures. It's still way too hot. But the vibe you get when the students are back, you hear the band practicing in the distance like Will mentioned earlier in the podcast, and downtown is bursting at the seams. It's always a great feeling. So that's it for today's show. I hope to see you on campus very soon. And as always, go dogs.